This is Connect Me, the official podcast of Marymount City Schools. Hello and welcome to the November Connect Me podcast. My name is Alex Lang and I'm joined by Marymount City Schools Superintendent Stephen Eastep. If you had the chance uh, to read the Connect Me blog post that was released last week, you read a few reasons why I believe our district has so much to be thankful for. And so that's what I want to focus uh, our podcast on today. When, when you stop and reflect on all that our students get to experience throughout the school year, I just think it's astounding to see the opportunities that they've been given as a result of our community, our parents and staff. Just definitely a lot to be thankful for. Yeah, there really is. And our students get local, national, and international travel opportunities beginning as early as the sixth grade. They also can explore interest-based, hands-on, non-graded classes at all four of our buildings to experiment with their passions and engage in their learning. Absolutely. And quite frankly, we, we could continue this list for a while because there are just so many one-of-a-kind experiences for our kids here uh, in the Marymount schools. Uh, but today there are three programs that I want to talk about. Uh, I want to talk about our world language experience, our STEM program, and our music opportunities. We're, we're so fortunate to have these robust programs in our schools. Uh, they're making a big difference in our schools and in our students' lives, and so, so relevant uh, in developing important skills in our students. Nate Wolf is one of our teachers in the World Language Department, and he teaches Spanish in our elementary schools. And so, Nate, let's start by talking about the world language instruction that our elementary students are receiving and what languages they are being exposed to, um, and then where this learning goes from there. Our students start getting Spanish enrichment in kindergarten, and Mandarin Chinese enrichment begins between kindergarten and second grade, depending on the classroom. Um, Then once our students get to third grade, they are given a semester of Spanish language, followed by a semester of Mandarin Chinese language or vice versa. And this continues until sixth grade when our students get a quarter of a cultural class. And then in the junior high and seventh grade, they get a quarter of Spanish, a quarter of Mandarin and a quarter of Latin. And then in eighth grade, they make their final decision between those three, which language they're going to take. And they stick with that through high school. So looking at uh, the, the options or the offerings, I should say, that students have available to them in elementary school, uh, I'm guessing not the norm that students are exposed to two different languages uh, in those elementary grades. No, definitely not. Um, I'm not sure that I could name another school district giving their students the opportunity to learn two different languages. That's the big difference here is the two different languages. Um, our language program is really unique in that sense. So I know as a, as a parent of uh, elementary kids myself that, that you know, they, they have enough in front of them trying to, to master the English language, and then we're, we're adding other languages into the mix too. How, how, do, how does this all work, uh, uh, work together to, to help our kids? Yeah, well, most people do not realize that actually the best time to learn a secondary language is right alongside the primary language. Um, Children's brains are really, really amazing at compartmentalizing the different languages and dividing them and learning really quickly. So the younger and more time that children spend immersed in a language or multiple languages, the faster they learn. Um, And also, 
language learning at an early age is beneficial in other ways than just learning a new language. Um, it builds abstract thinking and many other parts of the brain. And our World Language Program is teaching our kids a great deal about tolerance and acceptance of other cultures. Um, and I don't think that there is ever an age too young to start teaching that. Kristen Whalen is a STEM teacher working with Project Lead the Way at the junior high and high school levels. Kristen, can you tell us a little bit about what STEM and Project Lead the Way are? Sure, Alex. I'll start out with STEM. STEM is an acronym that's used to describe um, science, technology, engineering, and math. So when someone uses STEM education, they're probably referring to a class or an extracurricular that falls into any of those four categories. STEM education is usually based around problem solving using the design process. Um, and oftentimes, in order to solve the problem, you have to use a combination of science, technology, engineering, or math. It definitely can be more hands-on than traditional learning can. Most STEM classes are designed to learn through doing an activity um, or trying something out as opposed to reading or writing about it. Uh, specifically, Project Lead the Way is one of the STEM programs that we have at Marymount. Project Lead the Way is a non-for-profit organization that develops STEM curriculum um, for anywhere from K to 12. So the focus of Project Lead the Way really is to develop in-demand skills that students need. That's kind of the big push is that when they leave these programs, they should have skills needed in the workforce in college, et cetera. Um, at Marymount, we have Project Lead the Way STEM classes at the junior high, such as Medical Detectives, Automation and Robotics, and App Creators, which is our newest, um, and it's focused on computer science and computer coding. Then at the high school, we have Introduction to Engineering and Principles of Engineering. So why do you think it's important for our students to be exposed to these STEM experiences? I think the biggest reason that we need to expose our students to STEM experiences is because the U.S. as well as the world is changing. Uh, this is one of the biggest areas of growth in careers and job markets, and we have to prepare students for the world that they're entering where most of the jobs or a lot of the jobs, especially job growth, is going to be in STEM-related careers. And I know you probably agree with me that our students are really fortunate to have these experiences so early in their school careers. I do agree with that. I actually was at a Project Lead the Way Summit a couple weeks ago in Orlando, and the CEO of Project Lead the Way they have recently developed curriculum for STEM K through five, and he even mentioned that's not even early enough. Like we need it even in preschool classes. Um, it's never too soon to expose students to this kind of thing because it's project-based learning. Um, it allows them to authentically grow, and it promotes the growth mindset. As a former middle school and high school percussionist, I am especially thrilled with the opportunities we offer our students in music here in the Marymount City School District. Jimmy Galloway is our new band director this year and is doing outstanding work for us. So you teach different classes and lead different band groups at all four of our schools, and you see a wide range of instruction from beginners uh, to the high school elite band members. So how important is music education for all of these students and all these different proficiency levels? Uh, I think music education is vital for every developing mind. Um, but it all starts at an early level, just like the states of matter in science or simple addition or subtraction. Uh, you do not advance to the higher levels without careful study and application of, of the simple skills. 
Couple that with a uh, music study involving the skill set required to play an instrument, and you are looking at a similar format to a soccer, basketball, or football player. It is not something that is really required or even uh, acquired in just one season. Um, that is why is it impor- it's important to offer robust music education at an early age. Uh, students involved in an early age learn healthy reasoning skills um, as well as language skills. Uh, empathy for other people and other cultures is another skill derived from early study of music. So let's let's talk about the options that are available to our students here. Um, you know, what, what's the instruction that, that we're providing our students in music at, at, at each age group, and then how does that progress? Well, at the at the elementary level, music starts in kindergarten, and they have it one day a week through fourth grade. Starting in fifth grade, students uh, in both grades five and six uh, select a music ensemble to continue their music education. Um, so that's uh, students can select band. Uh, select strings or do chorus. At the fifth grade level, the ensembles meet once a week in smaller groups traditionally, and then twice a week with everyone in sixth grade. At the junior high level, uh, these courses are offered as well. Uh, Currently, there are uh, girls' choir, boys' choir, uh, seventh grade orchestra, eighth grade orchestra, and then currently the band setup is that uh, both seventh and eighth graders are in one class. Um, Each of those classes meet four days a week. Uh, then at the high school level, we offer an AP music theory course along with two choirs, uh, which is a chamber choir, which is an audition-only group, and a concert choir. The orchestra offers a chamber orchestra and a traditional orchestra class. Band is currently offered one class period a day, um, and each of these classes meet daily. On top of all of these curricular offerings, though, uh, we offer many after-school enrichment classes and other ensembles. Yeah, and that, I guess, feeds in nicely to what I wanted to talk about next uh, in our Warriors Beyond program. There are quite a few options for kids in music and arts. Pop star explorations at our elementary schools. There's the stomp and guitar expeditions at the junior high. Uh, we have the rock band master class at the high school. So it does appear that we, we have a nice interest in music amongst our students. Yeah, um, I think the, the neat thing is that uh, even though we, we offer it at a young level, it can be uh, a very intimidating passion. Um, there's many facets to being a musician, so a lot of the offerings um, in, within the district with some of these extra programs allow students to uh, seek out a little bit of a different passion and get plugged in in maybe a little bit of a non-traditional way. These expeditions and the explorations um, sometimes kindle... Um, a new desire or a new avenue for students that uh, may uh, not get that in the more traditional setting. And uh, for a small district, you know, like we are, sometimes it can be a challenge to, to offer um, variety and, 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 and diverse opportunities uh, just because sometimes there's not enough staff, not enough students, but uh, we really do our best to, um, to, to offer some choice to our students in music and arts and give them a lot of opportunities. Can can you talk a little bit about that for a district like us? Sure. Um, one of the one of the things that I've definitely touted to uh, to people that are asking how my year's going since I'm new here at Marymount, um, I love to point out that uh, we have a school sponsored rock band. Um, I've not encountered a, another school, to my knowledge, in definitely the Cincinnati area that has one that meets um, during the school day like like ours. Um, so having all these options in this type of setting is is definitely on the unique side. Um, and I'm happy to be involved in a district that values these other avenues of opportunity. 
With so many great programs and class options for our students, it's no wonder we have become known for our Marymount experience. And our world language, STEM, and music programs are truly great examples of the excellent opportunities we offer our students. None of these programs would be possible without our support organizations, parents, staff, and students. I'm just so proud of the way our entire community comes together to amplify the learning for our kids. It's definitely what makes Marymount one of a kind. So in the spirit of Thanksgiving, let me just say thank you uh, on behalf of all of our students and staff. Thanks for listening to Connect Me, the official podcast of Marymount City Schools. Stay connected by visiting our website at marymontschools.org and following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.